Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new songs every week. Hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Tony. Bye. this week's episode of the independent music podcast this is going to be the first of our three favorites of the year series always something that we enjoy doing and we know that you guys enjoy listening to because people love a people love a best of don't they they do but i always try to say it's not the best of because we could never possibly be qualified to have a best of the year also it's just it's basically it's in no particular order just some of our favourites. And also, you know what it's like, we could not play all of the 15 songs that we're going to play over the next three weeks and play 15 other songs that were equally good. Because <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, as every year, it has been an absolutely magnificent year of music. Yeah, my long list is 
ridiculous. It's about fifty tracks on the long list. We, we've got to we've got to think and consider what we're going to do as our bonus episode for our patrons as well. And so yeah, it's like thinking maybe fifty <laughs> favorites of the year, maybe not. Uh, but that was an incredible way to start our our sort of selections for this year. Sophie's so good. Yeah, so that's Pony Boy by Sophie, released uh, on Transgressive Records in about the middle of the year, I'm going to say. The album is called Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I just think it is It is one of the heaviest, one of the sort of most, so it sounds, I say transgressive records, sounds like transgressive music as well, while still maintaining a definite pop sensibility in there, which is very unusual. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, I've wanted to play that on a dance floor and see how that goes. Maybe I'll do that. At Mate, the do New it. Year's. Absolutely do it at the party. As Gareth is DJing at the Babi Agassar end of year party on the 29th of December. If you live in London and you're so inclined for a party, um, yeah, you can see Gareth play Pony Boy on uh, London's biggest PA in smallest room. Yeah, it'll be very, very heavy, I imagine. And yeah, actually, speaking of Corsica Studios, where that is, where that party is going to happen, a few weeks ago, me and Anthony went and saw DJ Haram uh, there at the uh, Hyperdub night that they have there now every month, I think, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, so they monthly Wednesday. And you know, regular listeners to the show this year will have no doubt heard of Seven Hundred Bliss. We have played them twice this year from one cassette that has five tracks on it. Is a pretty good return. So back in. Back on podcast 181, we played Living on our Milioj special. We played Ring the Alarm. And so now I'm going to do a third song from it. So it came out way back in February. Uh, the cassette was called Spa 700. This is 700 Bliss, and this is called Cosmic Slop. It's the end of the world, you bait, bitch Ooh, Be cool, just touch down in my spaceship Be cool, the mothership's in the basement I arrive on arrival, bloodthirst in the jungle of survival I arrive on arrival, bloodthirst in the jungle of survival Welcome to Cosmic Life Celestial Zoom, 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 Zoom You don't wanna, no, you don't wanna. Yeah. Yeah. 
spit like a runner, dare you to confront her. Quick reach down the cold runner, BQF Futurama, think God comes her. Champion sound sound mama, yeah I wonder. First to the mic, yeah it bling bling drama. You don't wanna. There you have it, Cosmic Slop by 700 Bliss. That is More Mother and DJ Haram. I'm not even sure I mentioned that. I think I just went from talking about DJ Haram to talking about 700 Bliss without making that link before. But It's because of More Mothers everywhere. Yeah. People just presume that she's involved. <laughs> she certainly is. So Spa 700, yeah, as I said before, as a cassette came out 23rd of February on uh, both Helician Vale and Don Giovanni Records, uh, both uh, US record labels. Helicion Vale also released the great Rabbit LP that was uh, Life After Death, uh, released that back in October. We've played something on the podcast from that, so definitely worth checking out. Uh, 700 Bliss, yeah, they're both from Philadelphia, sort of grew up in the uh, sort of noise and experimental music scene over there. And when and that cassette, I wouldn't say, I might say my favourite of the year, but then I'd be... Do you, have the, do you have the tape? I don't have the tape. No, I don't buy tapes, although I've got a big yeah, pile of them. He says that when he's got a whole stack of tapes no, in front of me. That was actually, the vast majority of that stack comes from Luau Records, which is a London record label. Uh, oh, these are lovely, though. Good radio here, guys. No, they are. They are they're, but it's worth uh, promoting a record label that I haven't put anything on on this week's podcast. Oh, mate, all these tapes here are making me want to buy a load of tapes. They're just so pretty. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have nowhere to put them, though. That's the thing. It's just like a pile there. But tapes are great, uh, but I haven't got into buying them yet. I've only ever bought one tape in my life, well, since I was an adult, and that is Mirrored Lips' EP that you've got in front of you there. Holding in my my paws right here. Cool nature recordings. But yeah, and yeah, so Luau Records have released some great Indonesian music, also some great London music, and worth checking out. I may put something from them on later on in this series of favourites for this year. Cool. Trying to decide what's going to be what's going to be my next one here. Um, I tell you, what, I want to play you what I was listening to on the way over here. Um, Colin Stetson is a saxophone player from America. We've played on the podcast several times before. He. I always think he's Canadian because he releases on Constellation. Yeah, well, he's uh, based in Montreal. Oh, is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like definitely, I th- also thought he was Canadian until I found out that he was actually American but lived in Canada. Or I think he still does. Um, he's done loads of great work, lots of excellent albums, but this soundtrack that he's done for the tv series the first i don't know anything about the tv series i know it's like a sci-fi space drama but i haven't seen it or anything but i just absolutely love this soundtrack it's epic it's brilliant it's yeah i need to see the show to see how these songs uh, fit in the context because i've been listening to the album a ton from the soundtrack to the first original soundtrack this is fallout
are storming through the first three songs, all of them coming at about three minutes each. Um, that is Colin Stetson and Fallout. Uh, as I said, I love that whole record. It's got a lot more than just saxophone on that track and on a lot of the record as well. And I'm intrigued actually whether Colin's playing other instruments himself. There's some piano led ones. And um, yeah, into it. You like that, Gaz? Yeah, I do. Uh, you played it fairly recently, a few weeks ago. I think ago, I played didn't... Relapse. Oh, is that a different soundtrack? Yeah, no, 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 no. Same soundtrack, different song from the same album. Ah, okay. Yeah, I remember I did a terrible joke in the podcast about the first being like his first soundtrack, and then you were about to correct me to say it actually was his second soundtrack, and then I made another stupid joke. So podcast listeners never actually got that information that he has more than one amazing soundtrack out there. It's completely unlike you to make a shit joke, Gus. I know, right? Or to just interrupt whatever you're saying to say something <laughs> complete of... of absolutely no value i'm quite certain that that doesn't happen (laughs) well it's only bringing amazing value to everyone every single week on the independent music podcast uh yeah has he got an album coming out next year do you think colin not that i've heard of but not to say that it isn't he's fairly prolific isn't he yeah well i say that he does like sort of only an official solo record about once every three years but um as lots of soundtracks lots of collaborations and whatnot uh, it would be a really good segue to a... In fact, I am going to do this really good segue. So another soundtrack from this year was that's really, really got me was uh, Jay Lynn's uh, soundtrack to Autobiography, which is a contemporary dance piece by Wayne McGregor. You went to see the ballet, right? I did go and see the ballet uh, at... Uh, Sadler's Wells. Sadler's Wells here in London, I did. And it is still touring around um, all over Europe and the world and the Middle East, which is also part of the world. But they... (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it is still touring around. So uh, check out dates if you want to do it. I can highly recommend it. Uh, Jay Lynn is a Indiana producer. She used to work in a steel factory, apparently. The press release for the album says, oh, the story of how she went from working in a steel factory to becoming one of, uh, one of you know, the best, work. one of the best producers on earth is well documented. I was like, is it? <laughs> Literally never heard of that. Uh, you know, but she released a great album last year called Black Origami. And this year uh, she released this fantastic album. Uh, soundtrack to the contemporary dance piece. Uh, the track that we played earlier on in the year was this one. I'm going to play the same one again, just because I'd like to play something different, but this one is just so, so good uh, that it you know, it definitely deserves as much play as possible. This is Jay Lynn, and it's called The Abyss of Doubt.
For podcasts that often play songs that are, you know, epically long, this is uh, we're properly rattling through these uh, three minutes, aren't we? Yeah, we we need more. We need longer. Longer. Wow. Uh, the way that we usually do this, we'll end up doing like this week's show will be like loads of short tracks, and then next week it'll just be all fifteen minutes, yeah, and it'll last about six hours. Donovan's daughters by by <laughs> nod of fifteen minutes, one hundred percent getting played. At some point in the next three weeks. Uh, but for now, Jalen, The Abyss of Dow, taken from Autobiography, music from Wayne McGregor's Autobiography, which came out back in September on Planet Mew Records. It was, we played it way before that. I think we played it in about April, May sort of time. And then, yeah, the album came out on vinyl later on. But yeah, she is meant to be having working on an album now. And yeah, one for next year, probably be on next year's best of as well, I imagine. Without doubt, my favourite song of the year, I think, is this next one. It's definitely the epicest. Epicest? I don't think that's a word, but we'll go with it. Most epic? Most epic. Um, It is from Sweden's Anna von Halselwolf. Her album Dead Magic was released on City Slang Records in February. And this is um, the lead track from it. It's called The Mysterious Vanishing of Electra. It's very, it's preposterous, but magnificent. Man, I wish I was booking out of one house of wolf.
just want to listen to the um, isolated vocal tracks from that. You could uh, get in touch and try and get them, get the stems. I could just, I just want to walk around just listening to that that wailing with nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, pretty nice. It's an album I haven't actually listened to oh, yet. Oh, mate, listen to the Dead Magic. It's great. Dead Magic. Who will put it out? City Slang. Always good stuff on City Slang. It's uh, a record uh, I should really spend some time with. Absolutely. I have it on record. It's a regular one. Just... If you know, if you had a few drinks and you're walking back home or something, and you want to, you want to feel absolutely invincible. Oh yeah, high corner audio stasis style. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> Usually, mine is. Uh, well, a few years ago, it used to be uh, Afro disco. Was used to be how I felt invincible when I was drunk until <laughs> I split my hand open punching a bus. It was up to, to say, punching the roof of the bus yeah. because he was fist pumping his enthusiasm. Yeah. He didn't actually punch a bus. <laughs> Go and attack <laughs> a Fuck bus. you, bus. <laughs> <laughs> Go attacking buses when I've had a few too many beers. Uh, yes, yeah, so no, I was. Cut. Calm down, guys. It's a bus. Yeah, I was getting it's done nothing to you. I was getting overly excited about Kiki Gian, <laughs> and ended up punching the roof of a bus and splitting my hand open. Uh, yeah, that was uh, fun. But God, I was doing something similar. We, me and Anthony went to see Lauren Hill this week, um, and I was doing something se- uh, similar on the DLR. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was listening to now, but um, you know. my first ever time at the O2. It's a very rare stadium show. Um, for me, for me and Gaz. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. My second time after seeing uh, Kendrick Lamar there earlier this year. Uh, someone who's not going to be headlining the O2 anytime soon, um, I don't think, is a French duo called Koshin Moon. Uh, they have, they released an amazing album last year on Aquaphone, uh, who uh, French label we promote fairly often, including last week. They had a they appeared on a compilation back in July, which we didn't play on the podcast, called uh, Princes of Abzu, which is out on a French techno label called Hard Fist. <laughs> oh, nice, nice link there to your from your bus punching antics. Yeah, so yeah, it's, uh, that's true. Um, if my fist had been harder, yeah, I might not have lost so quite so much blood. But they had a track on there with a Moscow duo called Simple, Simple Symmetry, who did have a record out this year. Um, on uh, Amsterdam label XXX. Uh, their collaboration was called Halle, and this is a Cornelius Doctor Lonely mix from the compilation Princes Ab- of Abzu. This is Koshin Moon and Simple Symmetry. <laughs>
Reminded again about what massive tune that is. Yes, absolutely bagged, isn't it? It's, uh, it sounds of Koshin, Koshin Moon and Simple Symmetry. The track is called Halle. That's the Cornelius Doctor Lonely Mix. Uh, Cornelius Doctor also has recently released an EP on Hard Fist as well. But yeah, so Koshin Moon is, like I say, a duo, Axel Moon and Nico Shin. Uh, they released. They release on Akufon. I'd urge you to go get that EP. Simple Symmetry are Moscow duo Sasha Lipsky and Sergei Lipsky. They're a Peugeot. I'm not sure. They must be a couple, maybe a married couple or something like that. Who knows? Um, but uh, the compilation is called Princes of, of, of Abzu. And so it's uh, producers from all over the world, London, Moscow, Amman, Tokyo and Paris, who you know may be from different parts of the world, but share a particular love of Middle Eastern sounds and uh, mixing them into ways that you have just seen, uh, just heard just right now. Um but yeah, Hard Fist, uh, definitely worth getting involved in. They have a really nice art direction as well on their um, new, newish label. I think they only started releasing stuff last year, um, so definitely worth checking out. Cool, I'm going to sort of take the, take the tempo down a little bit with the Colombian artist Lucretia Dalt, um, released in June on Revenge International Records. I think I played the same song on the pod, maybe. I booked her for a show at Cafe Otto as well. I thought she was great. I think this song's great. I think the album's great. And that is why it is here. On our, on our great, great <laughs> tracks 2018. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? This is Tar by Lucretia Dalt. Oh. 
find it claustrophobic kind of sexual brilliant claustrophobic and sexual yeah that's a yeah, story of my life they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, really really great lucretia though i was uh, gutted i missed her when uh, she played in london this album was actually the first um, i'd heard of her and she's released many many other uh, great records i've since checked out she's berlin based you can obviously see her playing around europe she gets books for all sorts of festivals and stuff definitely one to check out if you can yeah, so we do uh, often come to artists quite late on in their career, as as much as we come to them when they're right at the start as well, on this show. Exactly, there is no there is no wrong time to discover great new music. No, that is that is for sure. Um, one of my favourite new labels of this year 
uh, was definitely Hakuna Kalala, uh, the Ugandan label, uh, sister label of Nege Nege tapes. When I was out there, because I was in Uganda this year, I don't, know if I don't know if I've mentioned it ever on the show, but when I was out there, they were talking about setting up a separate label because the sort of the artist community that they have there is like constantly churning out new music and they didn't want to put, they wanted something separate to Nege Nege tapes to put it out on. So set up the Hakuna Kulala label and since they've got going wow it's just like absolute like ridiculous number of releases the quality of which is incredibly high and i think in the next three shows we're gonna i'm going to end up bringing at least two uh, records because i couldn't decide quite which was my favorite that they put out but every one of them is pretty solid yeah i quite like the model of sort of having the sub label for just like releasing loads of music that they really like and having nege nege is like the sort of premiere label for doing the sort of multi-physical uh, format campaign records, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a, a lot of sort of bigger labels have that as well in terms of having a small sort of testing bed label, you know, you think about... Yeah, it's, in- the, new, it's the new way of a and ring isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the Nege Nege tapes, it's sort of... It, it's also outside of Kampala as well. It's, there's a lot of releases that we, I've had releases from, like, Greek artists and uh, US artists and from all over the shop. So, and it's usually more ethnomusical than perhaps uh, then contemporary stuff that's happening in Kampala right now um, but the fir- one of the first two releases that they released was an absolute cracker from Slickback who has since since his show in Unsounding Krakow in Poland has been getting some real heat but we were there right at the start obviously um, back on podcast 187 uh, with a track from we played Ascension from his EP called uh, Lasang. Lasak and Neku, even though it's been a few months, still cannot figure out how to say that. Uh, But he's a Kenyan producer based in Kampala. Uh, Amazing mix that he did at Unsound. You can find that just Googling slick back. And I'm going to play a different track from the EP, uh, which came out back in June. This is called Bantu Zen, and it's by Slickback.
you go, that slick back track called Bantu Zen. It's the second track on the EP uh, Lasa Keneku, uh, which is out uh, back in June, 29th of June, on Hakuna Kulala Records out of Uganda. I think I said a few weeks ago when we played uh, the label that we don't actually play everything from the label, even though it must seem that we do. It's just the quantity of stuff they're putting out. If we played everything, we would just be promoting them every Only single that. week. Yeah, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but uh, when so much other great music is coming out, we do need to go and have a look elsewhere. But um, yeah, they if you are into that sort of music that we've been playing from Hakuna Kulala, do go and investigate more of their stuff because for every track that we're playing, there's probably two more records that we're not playing of equal or, you know, equal or comparable quality as well. But yeah, Slickback, uh, Kenyan producer, um, yeah, played Ascension on uh, number 187, which I think, if I remember rightly, Anthony was quoted as saying afterwards that it single-handedly made him want to start DJing again. Which is a quote that they can definitely put in their press release yeah i'm sure they've got plenty of others now as well they're getting a lot of heat um but yeah as i said before we were there at the uh, there at the start cool last one from me um maybe our favorite album of the year maybe definitely top five top something yeah definitely both me and gareth are in full agreement definitely top one for me i think yeah. I, I can't really think of another one and it also came top of the quietus's list yeah exactly i don't know if it's my absolute favorite but definitely one of my favorites and I admire this for the music, like it's just simply really great music, but also for the uh, the scope of the ideas and what she's trying to do with it conceptually, creative, creatively, artistically, all absolutely astounding. It is uh, Gazelle Twin, the now Nottingham bass producer. Her album Pastoral came out on her own anti-ghost Moonray Records. And um, this is a track from it called Better In My Day. <laughs> Much better in my day. Much better in my day. Much better in my day. It was much better in my day. 
just absolutely amazing that track. I remember when we saw her play at Millie Oyster Festa earlier this year. She just that track especially just stood out massively. Yeah, what a gig that was. I feel a bit cursed on Gazelle Twin shows. She keeps on playing shows that I can't make. And then you had a ticket to her show at Somerset House that she unfortunately had to cancel. She's announced another one for next year at Earth in Hackney the same night as I've got snapped ankles. Uh, yeah, it's uh, she is a phenomenal live presence as well. I remember seeing her at Supersonic a few years back uh, when she was touring her last record. It was amazing. And yeah, at Milio, she was yeah, mind-blowingly good. I Yeah, the record that that track is a highlight. The other one, the first one, Hobby Horse, that came out earlier on, the first single from the album, also a huge highlight of the year so far. Definitely. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening to this first part of our favourites of 2018. Is that what we're calling us, uh, favourites? I think so. Might as well. It's uh, certainly been an amazing year. And yeah, we'll try and squeeze in, you know, about 100 tracks into 20 in the next in the coming two weeks time it's yeah, been a great year for the podcast as well you know we have nearly twice as many listeners as we did last year we've got the the patreon which is a new thing for us this year that nice feature on the quiet us we hit our 200 episode uh uh landmark all of that stuff yeah it's been a fantastic year and thank you for sharing it with us if you do want to support us if you feel like there is some value in this podcast then please uh, support us on patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast you can also give a one-off donation through the website independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash donate nice reviews on your podcast provider itunes podcast acast spotify wherever you get your podcast help bump us up the charts when we briefly got in the top music podcasts of the uk on itunes that definitely helped us get some more subscribers so we would love to get back to that again yeah absolutely and i'm going to finish us off this week for with a record from a fantastic ep from uh, whack whack kingdom uh, they are uh, the duo dj scotch egg and kiki hitomi uh, based in uh, based in germany based in berlin i think that's correct uh, they are um, so they released uh, an lp last year on jatari and this ep also came out on jatari the fantastic dub inspired uh, leipzig label and we played sugar pills on pod 180 and we'll play a different one that has our one of our favorites roger robinson on it as well this is called ceremony of vision it's from whack whack kingdom back with you next week
for my diamonds who find like they know. My wise head still grinding the grouse. Oh, 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 oh. This for my honeys, but money that own. Blow niggas get money and grow. Oh. I ain't got no fur coat, but I got a book bag full of Merlot. I'm lying, I ain't got no fucking Merlot. I drink whiskey, but I do want a fur coat. This shit is trippy. What? Just in the bar, spitting bars at the bar. Go to the bathroom, take a shit, then I hop in a Uber car. Welcome to part two of the Independent Music Podcast's favourites of 2018 shows. Uh, if you didn't listen to part one, you don't have to rewind and you don't have to go back to that. You can just listen to it after you've listened to this one. There's no continuity issues here. In any particular order. No, exactly. We don't do, we don't do rankings, even though people do love a list. Uh, but that was... As the name suggests, one of my favourites of this year, it's uh, Gene Grey and Quell Chris, uh, the track called Oosh, uh, taken from the absolutely fantastic album Everything's Fine, probably the greatest concept album about the ridiculousness of saying that you're fine and everything's fine. Great uh, album cover as well, even though I haven't listened to that. Uh, that's not the same song that you played on the podcast earlier this year. It is not. But, like, I haven't listened to another minute of that album since then, but I recognise the front cover in a second, which is a front cover doing what it should be doing. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah the, uh, we played the track on uh, podcast 177. It was uh, my contribution to this scam, which is an absolute 
genius track. It's uh, yeah. But as, as someone who uh, suffers from depression, uh, I appeal. The whole record really appeals to me, and it's funny and silly and brilliant, and just everything about it is fantastic. Funny, silly, and brilliant is absolutely something that you could, uh, some way that you could describe Kamazi Washington's latest um, album. Um, it is all of those things. I find some of his stuff, you know, it, it can be quite a lot. You know, I, I can't say that, like, jazz fusion is my favourite part of jazz. It can be a bit much, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like, much. It, it can be, like, you know when you do a record that's, that, like, for example, that Anna von Hauselwolf track that I love. Mm. It's preposterous, but it's preposterous and brilliant. Sorry. Did I'm it, referencing last week's Yeah, show. did we just After say? Just no saying continuity. That didn't have to. <laughs> um, it's preposterous, but great. You know, like, there's good prog and there's bad prog. Mm. And uh, I think Amazi Washington... Uh, straddles both sides of that at times. <laughs> like but, most jazzers. But Fists of Fury, the first single from his new album, Heaven and Earth, is utterly brilliant. I remember when I first heard it on the radio, I was just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is magnificent. Let's see what you think. Kamazi Washington's Fists of Fury. <laughs> Thank you. 
justice. Instead, we will take our retribution. If that ain't one of the songs of the year, then I don't I don't know what is. The other songs have got to be pretty damn good. It's what we're here for. Best uh, best songs of the year. Well, our, our favourites anyway. Yeah. So Fists of Fury by Kamazi Washington, released on Young Turks Recordings. He's an American saxophone player and jazz band leader. Um, if you haven't come across his work before, um, we saw him play. Uh, have I actually have I seen him play? Uh, we saw him play with Flying Lotus uh, a few years ago. Yeah, that now. is correct at Brixton Academy. That's, that, that that is one there. That was a few years back playing um, with Flylo's band there. I was trying to think if if, if I was thinking of Thundercat as well. Uh, Thundercat as well. Uh, was Nando's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, there it is. Uh, Heaven and Earth is the name of the record. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm speechless. That track is still incredible. Yeah, it is a wonderful record. It reminds me of sort of Enrico uh, Morricone sort of uh, music as well. Sort of that sort of uh, Vast Western. musical scope. Exactly, that's the one. I am going to play something uh, a lot shorter and a lot nastier. It's actually a track that we haven't played on the podcast. I have played it on other shows. Uh, it's from an album by Amnesia Scanner. Uh, they are a, a Berlin-based uh, Finnish duo uh, that release on Pan Records. Uh, Pan Dejing, who features on this song, just played um, in London with support from a Hattis Noir, who I work with. Is that right? She is also playing in February in London as well and no doubt elsewhere as well around Europe uh, uh, she appears on two uh, also releases on Pan as well uh, she appears on two of the tracks on the album which is called Another Life came out in September and this track is called AS uh, Unlinear <laughs> Last year was a chaos. What a complete chain of character. 
that's cool. I haven't heard that one, guys. Oh, yeah, the album is uh, great. It's um, one that originally came across my lap from uh, uh, Matt Colgate, uh, a.k.a. Mighty Lord Deathman. He'd uh, been plugging it quite heavily as well and you know pan uh, one of those record labels who uh, you know no i don't love everything they do but everything they do is certainly worthy of consideration and listening to and uh, it's usually on the interesting side of experimental electronic music yeah i'm sure i've seen amnesia scanner on some posters at corsica stuff like that yeah it's the kind of place they play uh, a fi- it's a finnish born duo where vil heimala and uh, Marty uh, Kayala, and uh, yeah, they're based in Der- uh, they're based in Berlin. As is uh, Pan Dejing, who is also Berlin based, also releases on Pan. And yeah, the album Another Life came out in September, and it's uh, very good. A truly unbelievable amount of electronic artists are based in Berlin. Oh. <laughs> it's like you think you're playing like all these like really international things, it's, and it is certainly people ethnically from all over the world. But then you see where they actually live. It's like Berlin, Berlin, Berlin. Berlin. Berlin, London, Berlin, <laughs> Lisbon, Berlin, Berlin, Berlin. Yeah, well, it's uh, it does have a uh, it does have a scene. I've heard <laughs> does Berlin. Yeah, it, absolutely. Was, uh, yeah, I was actually just listening to Cozy Fanny Tutti's uh, autobiography. I finally finished it this week. Oh, nice! What a great book. And listening to as listening to the audiobook rather than reading it, uh, and a very good it is. Indeed, and she was talking a lot about Bergheim and uh, going to Berlin a lot and doing a lot of uh, collaborations out there as well. And it's, uh, yeah, it gave me a whole new love for uh, her individually and for Robin Grissom. Yeah, when I started reading that book, I basically just couldn't, couldn't put it down. It took me a while from the time I bought it to the time I started it. Yeah. But from the time I read the first page to the time I finished it, not long at all. Yeah, someone who will, who may appear in our favourites of 2019 is uh, Cozy Fanny Tutti because we played the first glimpse of her new album that comes out in march a few weeks ago on the podcast and it was very 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 good i want to play you a track from definitely my top three possibly top one most listened to albums of the year it is from an irish singer songwriter called hillary woods is it more or less listened to than marja newt which i think is I think your it's last more. I think it's more. It's weird. On that sort of Spotify unwrapped thing, Maria was in my like top five most listened to, and her record only came out in October. So I thought that must be my most listened to, but I feel like I've listened to Hillary Woods more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The data seems to suggest otherwise. Yeah, my... Uh, my... Spotify Unwrapped had a, a lot of Kendrick Lamar and a lot of Grime because that is my getting on the airplane playlist because <laughs> that tends to be either Kendrick Lamar or my Grime playlist. One of my favourite things from the sort of Spotify data things that came out at the end of the year is Walter, who's the guy who books Roadburn Festival, so uh, Dutch, Dutch, yeah, um, metal and experimental festival, you know, one of the most loved rock and metal festivals in the world shared his one and said that he'd listened to 98 hours of Janelle Monet this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought was absolutely brilliant. It's like a campaign for Janelle Monet for Roadburn. <laughs> <laughs> 98 hours is just way more than I've listened to any artist this year as well. Oh, yeah, it's more than I listen to Spotify in its entirety. It's all, <laughs> all band camp here. Um, and, but anyway, Hillary Woods. Yeah, so Hillary Woods, she released this wonderful album called Cult on Sacred Bones this year. Um, had her for a show last month she was great this album is beautiful and this track is called Kith Thank you. 
There we go. Kith by Hilary Woods, released this year on Sacred Bones Recordings. The album's called Cult. I love that right close to the microphone recording technique, just whispering into it, giving that um, impression of, of closeness. And uh, I don't know if claustrophobia is the right word, but definitely like it's being sung to you under a sheet. Yeah, this year's had uh, some very strong ethereal music, I would say. Uh, I've got something lined up for later, and I've definitely got something coming next week as well that will be uh, in the same vein as uh, very, very good sort of hushed vocals and uh, brilliant, delicate, interesting experimental music as well. That was excellent, that record. Who uh, released that again? Was it in Sacred Bones Recordings? Sacred Bones, you did say. Uh, yes, uh, fantastic. Uh, New York record label. And uh, yeah, is she... Who am I thinking of on Ninja Tune? Who knows? It'd be terrible yeah, radio sure. to yeah, progress yeah. I, I'm think- you, you can see my face looking uh, pensive and puzzled. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I'm going to play something not ether at all. It's uh, uh, music from uh, an Angolan producer called Nazar. Really uh, recently played his EP Enclave. It was on episode 203. Uh, the EP came out in November and it's uh, essentially a rough Kaduro. Uh, so Kaduro being uh, the, the traditional music of Angola that sort of was born out of the civil war there. And, you know, uh, Nazar, uh, he, the album and his style of music is a bit of political commentary on uh, the state of uh, the country that he, uh, that he, you know, that is his heritage. And so as a response to that, he thought Kaduro was a bit too joyous, joyous and upbeat, so he decided to make something a bit rougher a bit and nastier. More rough and tough. Exactly, rough and tough. Uh, so Enclave is the EP. It's very, very good. It's out on Hyperdub. This is called Warning Shots. <laughs> Thank you. 
There you have it, amazing from Nazar, me and Antti saw him live. Actually, I'm going to do it. It was a DJ set, I think, but we only got about 10 minutes, unfortunately. Yeah, it's pretty. uh, What gig did we come from? Fire Orchestra. Fire Orchestra and uh, Sly and the Family Drone. You know, you you live in an amazing musical city when you can go from one venue with like a 14 piece Swedish avant jazz big band and then get the train half an hour down the road and listen to some Angolan techno. Yeah. That, That is the kind of, that's when you know, like, I'm doing this right. <laughs> yeah, and was followed by DJ Haram, who we another call back to last week's show. So some banging Philadelphia party goodness. Yeah, it was a, an excellent evening, all in all. Um, but yeah, it was uh, this album uh, by Nazal, uh, Enclave. It's uh, out on Hyperdub. That track was called Warning Shots. And yeah, it's very, very good. The whole the whole album, the whole EP rather, is good and still available on vinyl if you want to get it. Bandcamp, uh, nazal.bandcamp.com. One of my favourite albums of the year is definitely Lowe's Double Negative. And it's brilliant that a band that have been going for as long as Lowe, I'm going to say 20 years, um, and have released many, many albums, mainly critically acclaimed. Certainly they have a, a core audience of fans who loves their stuff. Of which I wouldn't have put you in that, which no, makes this even more yeah, remarkable. No, not necessarily, exactly. You know, like, I'm aware of Lowe. I've seen them play live twice. I enjoy their sets. I've enjoyed some of their stuff. But... This record is just a really, really good, really great experimental record. And it's hard for a band who's been going for a long time to make a record that sounds very quite far away from their other stuff. While not alienating their fans, not one low fan that I know thought that this was anything else other than magnificent. Um, And while, you know, being broadly critically acclaimed as well. So, you know... Yeah, I think that that's, well done, Lowe. Yeah, well done, Lowe. That's hard to do, and the fact that they've done it is brave thing to do, and they've made an absolutely fantastic record. So I'm going to play you a track from that one. This is called "Dancing and Blood."
to go after saying about how it's like a uh, an album that definitely deviates from some some things that you consider on a normal low record i think normal quote unquote normal um that is probably a song that you think more sounds like a low song <laughs> um but it is the magnificent dancing and blood from double negative which is released on sub pop in september this year yeah it's a it's a wonderful record uh, not one i've really listened to a huge amount but low i sort of have a passing interest in low uh, good, good winter album yeah now, i played much. you i think double song didn't we when i put it on it's like one music video that had two songs on it Is yeah it might have even been three but who knows but it was uh it was excellent nonetheless uh, but oh, I, I kind of feel i've got i feel like i'm just playing lots of uh sort of up-tempo electronic music. Guys, that's what we've been playing all year on the podcast. Yeah, that is true. But I have got some ethereal stuff ready. Oh, wow, wow. Ready. Okay. But it's... But uh, what, you're not going to play it? You're gonna, instead, keep, you're going to play some more beats. But I keep wanting to balance it out between like what you're playing and what I've got. But I am going to play it, you know, because this came out in January, so way, way back at the start of this year. Per- also perfect sort of winter music, get the fire on. I think I know which one this is going to be, looking at the list. Well, out of the two that are left there. Uh, that I've got lined up. Uh, this is from an album released on Glaswegian label Night School Records. It's uh, by Kachina Pavera, a, uh, a project of Maria Rossi. Uh, she's a Glasgow-based artist, as the label was as well. Uh, I'm not sure if she is Italian uh, with a name like with name Maria like that, Rossi. Yeah, with a name like that. <laughs> and with the, yeah. with the artist's name Cucina, as though it sounds pretty Italian. It is. Cucina Pavera. It's uh, named after the style, a style of Southern Italian traditional cooking associated with precarity and making do, a philosophy of simplicity and stoicism. Stoicism. Yeah. That applies perfectly to the spare but beautiful music Rossi experiments with. If that doesn't uh, if that doesn't describe this adequately, I don't know what will. Uh, the album was uh, is still called Hilja, and this track is called Hoo Hoo Hulu. Yeah, I was really happy to see this album get quite a bit of love on the quiet house on double on their end of on their end of year lists and on their sort of uh, the the weird Britain comp- ones. It's delicious. <laughs> Sirti that, my 
Sirteivät, vain pallo huutaa sirkaat. 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 Sirteivät. have it it's a beautiful way to start the year beautiful way to end the year as well now it's uh, the sounds of Cucina Pavera. that's definitely an album that needs to go just on my things I listen to every day because of every time I've listened to it I'm always blown away about how great it is but I've only listened to it a few times yeah it's a very hard word to say is the name of the track which is Huyulu uh, which is what I'm going with Hilja is the name of the album Cucina Pavera, the name of the artist it is out via Night School Records we played on podcast 172 and yeah that was i think that's the actual track and you brought it along that's how i discovered it was via the podcast yeah i think and i got it off the quietus i think um got to play you a track that we played not that long ago and i was tempted to play another song from the album but nope but it just it just had to be this one it's the best party tune of the year um uh, at the end of the Red christmas party the dj's played it and i i got there wasn't really a dance floor there but i went over there and Gave them my approval while doing a few lunges. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> it's the dance tune of the year. It's released on Ninja Tune. It's Marie Davidson's Work It from her Working Class Woman album.
with that song I could hack 10 more minutes of that oh and we shall play it play, play it on again when we see Marie Davidson in February if she plays nothing but that over and over I will leave satisfied yeah, that's that, my fact the rest of the album is great that is a song that I it, it's very rare I do this but one that I've played oh what I'm going to say about 8 times in one day like <laughs> uh, probably even in the morning it's nice. one of the it's it's rare that i just rewind a song when you and just start again tongue-in-cheek motivation yeah when i'm sort of like walking through the street and i'm just like i need to have a skip <laughs> that's the song to put on it so just the latest song to make it on my uplifting onto my uplifting stuff playlist which i play whenever i'm feeling a bit sad i'm playing football in two hours time in zero degrees and you know how i'm gonna get ready that i'm gonna work it you're gonna work it <laughs> oh i, I, I want to smell you from far away <laughs> One of the best lyrics of the year, for sure. Uh, and yeah, Working Class Woman, the whole album. Uh, we should stress that that album is fantastic as well. Yeah, like, even though we have played Work It twice, it's got a lot more lot more to love on there. Yeah, it is. And the uh, last track from me this week, I'm gonna, it's another fairly recent one that came out. It's uh, Throwing Snow. He has spent the year putting out uh, various EPs on Houndstooth Records and sort of collated them all into one beautiful vinyl package in November and it was called Loma. Uh, the opening track from that album is absolutely banging and we played it a few weeks ago on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to play a different one, also excellent. This is called Vulpine. <laughs> Thank you. 
just brilliant. Throwing Snow's been around for a long, long time. Um, I don't mean to make you veteran electronic <laughs> producer. No, I'm joking. He's getting there. I mean, he's good at making them. What, what, what even sort of tempo? What beats is that? I don't so. know. I'm not. I'm not intelligent enough to know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ross uh, throwing Snow. His album Loma. That track called Vulpine. And yeah, uh, Simmer was the name of the opening track that I completely went blank on originally. Uh, that is absolutely fantastic. The whole album's great. And uh, yeah, Houndstooth have been incredibly supportive of him and his music and yeah, uh, reaping the rewards. Yeah, I had a great show for me this year at Earth in Hackney in October, supporting rival consoles as well. It's a really good one. Uh, he's a good one. That's about all we've got time for. Thank you very much for tuning into this week's podcast. This part two of our three part wrap up of some of our favourites of the year. Um, if you missed the first one, yeah, just, this will be right there. Just one behind this on your podcast provider. Um, if you want to leave us nice reviews on iTunes, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, it really helps. We did get on to the uh, top uh, music podcast in the UK for a time, and I would love it if our, no doubt, this more popular than normal end of year list could get us back on there. So tell your friends, give us some nice reviews. Share. And um, if you want to support us financially, um, we have a Patreon. And you can join the wonderful people on there that we uh, that are our supporters. Yeah, we have to give a shout out to the very lovely Michael Aitken as well, who became uh, he's not a patron, but he donated via the independent music website, independent music podcast website, independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash donate. Thank you so much, Michael, for your generous donation. Yeah, massively appreciated. I'm going to leave you with certainly one of my songs of the year, a 15 minute tune. But I'm telling you guys, there's a bit like 10 minutes in when it really starts picking up steam. So pay attention. Yeah, get in, stay in for all of it. It's by Nod. It's released on Rocket Recordings. They're headlining my festival, Royal Power, in the end of May. And uh, this track is called Donovan's Daughters. Um, It says here on Spotify it's from the album Donovan's Daughters, but that is incorrect. It is from the album Chapel Perilous. That'll be the single, presumably. Yeah. So back with you next week.
to the third part of our end of year favourites. Um, we're feeling Christmassy. That is not a Christmas song. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm, <laughs> I'm working to my <laughs> working to the very day. Yeah, okay. I, I'm feeling moderately Christmassy. That is the sounds of Anthropoph. They're from Bristol. It's released on Rocket. And that track is called Housing Act 1980. It's from the album Omegaville that I absolutely adore. It's sort of uh, Paul Allen, the sort of the 
main guy from Anthropoph, um, uh, sort of ranting about gentrification in Bristol and housing problems and social issues over um, wah-wah pedals and big riffs. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cracker. It's uh, one of it's criminally in my world. It's uh, one of those ones I picked up on vinyl and is still sat in my to listen to vinyl pile. Oh, mate, stick it on. It's brilliant. Yeah. The artwork's brilliant. I love the how the whole record looks as well. I really, really wanted to get them for Raw Power as well, but unfortunately, um, but it was like it was a, it was a tough recording process. That album and the band isn't together that much right now, but more things coming in future. Uh, some of the best records ever released come from really hard recording processes the one that leaps to mind is trout mask replica i was by thinking Captain about Beefheart. fleetwood mac yeah <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah, fleetwood. all fleetwood mac albums yeah. you mean soft rock cocaine enthusiasts fleetwood mac <laughs> it's uh one sometimes the recording process is much easier because you're doing it on your own and you don't have to worry about other people uh dj calab uh, now just as Calab is one of these people who released an absolute cracking record uh, called Black Noise this year. Uh, it was released through On The Corner, which is a London label that has had a fantastic year as well. Do you reckon we played, uh, or you played, a DJ Calab on the end of year last year that's released on Black Acre? That's definitely possible. Uh, that's I the kind so. of thing I would have done. Earlier on in the year, we played Black Noise, uh, the title track from the album. Now I'm going to play this one. It's with Clap Clap. It's called Cannavara.
they have it sounds of Calab uh, with Clap Clap as well on that track, the track called Cannavaro. From the record Black Noise released on On The Corner Records, just a wonderful label. We've talked about them previously on the pod, how they sort of, well, they started out or they came to my attention as more of a jazz label and Definitely. moved more into more sort of uh, bass heavy dance music the where they're moving to now, which is, you know, super. Um yeah, is, I was just going to say before I played that track, which was like uh, when we pl- last played Calab, we played Black Noise featuring a Tenacious. Yeah, because that's not the song you played on the pod before, right? It is not. Yes, I thought that was brilliant. I didn't think I'd heard it before. No, the whole album is absolutely cracking. I know I, I say I that a lot. Definitely need to get on that. Yeah, but that this one is all killer, no filler, and <laughs> awful phrase, but it's one hundred percent true for that album. Can you can you, uh, can you make me make me playlist? Play playlist of your favourites. Yeah, I don't need to woo you anymore. I don't need to. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. Don't need to like make you a cassette because <laughs> if you know I, I do listen back to the podcast sometimes, but you know I've already heard what I know what we're chatting about. I'm here. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It's a, well, most of the um, most of what I'll play on New Year's Eve Eve at Corsica Studios, 29th of December. If you are in London around that time, or even if you're not, if you can travel to London for that time, will be. Just get the first train back and wherever you're coming from in the morning. Exactly. It'll be lots of music like that, lots of great contemporary experimental music uh, that you can shake your ass to. And what I was saying before that was that we, when I played Calab last time on podcast 187 back in July, this is a strong, strong podcast, even by our standards. We also had on that show... Sophie Ponyboy, which also appeared... Also featured on The Favourites. Yeah, also. And Slickback, uh, f- who also has appeared on this uh, Favourites of 2018. And Koshin Moon, who has also appeared on The Favourites of 2018. Jesus, that's a, that's a pod. Oh, it also includes Flo-io, or Flo-hi-o, as I actually found out is how is he it? meant to pronounce it. How is it, Bulls? Um, that's who also appeared on that podcast. So that but is, is she, a strong is, one. But she's not on the end of year one, is not, she? Not yet. Ah, you've got to come in. I, I, I don't think I have it. Not not this week. Oh, but, well, know. she's going to go on the bonus for the patrons then. Exactly. She, let's look, face, she's not short of a bit of a bit of coverage on the independent music. No, that's true. But she might appear on the secret part four that only our patrons, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast, will get to listen to. I want to play you um, a track by uh, UK jazz artist Eminative. We've played him on the podcast a good few times before. He released a wonderful album on Jazzman Records this year called Earth. And I think this one is my favourite from it, featuring wonderful saxophonist Nate Birchall. This is Spice Roots.
Spice Roots, that emanative featuring Nate Birchall. Um, it's definitely a song that feels like, I don't know, it feels like you're in the desert. It feels like you're somewhere hot. I, I, it feels like I'm walking down the Spice Roots. I, I was mentioning to Gareth while it's on that ages back on the podcast I played In This Unforgiving Heat by Minimals, which was one of my favourite tunes of the year a few years back. And it definitely evoked the same feeling for me. Mm. Like, by listening to that song, I felt like I was somewhere hot. It was just great. Oh, yeah, it's got, definitely got that sort of dusty, hazy feeling to it. I feel like I'm in Morocco or somewhere like that. That's the idea. Yeah. Um, Spice Roots, featuring Nate Birchall, Eminative. The album's called Earth. Came out earlier this year. You'll be unsurprised to know. And I, I don't know if that record is sold out or not. It is a beautiful, a beautiful gatefold record. But if you have a copy, if you're lucky enough to have a copy of that, then you will also see mine and Anthony's names in there as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Nick, did give us a thank. It's a, it's a rarity. In fact, it is by far the best record I've ever been credited, like thanked on in the credits. I've been thanked on some good ones. I've been thanked on some really bad ones. It's really <laughs> upsetting. It's like, you know, when it's sort of oh, like... Oh, thank you so much. That's really sweet. Oh, man, this record's awful. Yeah, back when I was uh, doing the magazine and I had to... Uh, and I would promote bands when they're like on their first record and their first record is great. And so I'm just like, yeah, I love this. Promote them as much as I possibly can. Then it comes to their second album and they're like, oh, thanks, Gareth Main, for all the support, blah, 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 blah. And I listen to it. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. It does. It's really disappointing. But, you know, what can you do? So would you like uh, one or two? I'm giving you a choice. Two. So, I'd just been like frantically pulling out the details for one, but I will play two. Uh, so, second play on this Favourites of 2018 for Hakuna Kulala, Ugandan label, uh, sister label of Nege Nege Tapes, who have not as yet featured on this uh, Favourites of 2018, although they've released some good stuff. A couple of weeks ago, well, back in November, uh, they released an EP from Echo Baz, a uh, production by PQ, and this is it. It's uh, Tuli Banyo. So you, so you mute, you mute that old introduction, so we can put a new revolution, and everybody could have heard the, the music lesson. Yep. Where's the mic? Yo, PQ, drop the beat. Echo, bigger, master PQ, Kampala. Uh, yeah. To do our work, to do our work, fit. To do our work, to hear in your way. Let's go, 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 let's go
mafia Si pour la game on va faire l'IA Bim il a mort de Absolutely killer. Love it. It's, I couldn't decide which my favourite Hakuna Kulala release between that and Slickback, which I played on the first part of this uh, podcast. Uh, but Tuli Banyo by Echo Baz featuring Bigger Yut. Uh, production on that by PQ from Nyloxica. Really cool. Uh, first, actually, a bit of production from PQ outside of Nyloxica that I've heard and very excited to hear what else he has coming PQ's up. one of the two sort of electronic guys in Nyloxica, uh, is that right? Uh, well, no, there's one electronic guy. He is the electronic guy in Nyloxica. The other... Uh, chap who's not from not from uganda is a uh, spooky jay who uh, is they met at the university in leeds but he is a jazz trained drummer okay i see yeah so uh, but you know hakuna kalala have released a load of great stuff they've had eight releases this year all cracking um They've also got uh, one coming out in January from uh, Don Zilla, who featured in my article on Nege Nege tapes uh, back, way back in March. And really, I haven't listened to it yet. Really excited to hear that. Nice. I want to play you a track um, from the Rival Consoles album, Persona. Um, he's one of my artists that I promote in London and one of the most popular ones that I promote. When I first heard the record, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a really nice record. It's really good. And I enjoyed it. And then as I played it on the radio more and I had the record and I listened to it more at home, it just eventually became an album that I listened to really a lot. And I found it, yeah, I don't know, just the, it's hard for me to explain it. I imagine there's lots of albums that sound, you know, in this, in that, in this general musical area that have been released this year. But I think the quality of the production, the composition and everything else about it definitely puts this out the top as a fantastic album and definitely one of the best of the year. This one here is called Dreamer's Wake.
I like that song very much. I like the album very much. I don't think we haven't probably not going to play anything like that on this end of year list. So it's nice to include that. What do you think, Gus? I thought it was great. It's um, I missed the show that you had of him in London a few months ago or last month. Uh, a friend of a friend I used to work with uh, called John. He put on Instagram the other day that seeing Rival Consoles Live was his favourite show of 2018. Oh man, that's what I like to hear. Yay! I mean, I think it was the Bristol one as opposed to the London one. But, Bastard. You know. <laughs> You're bringing me up and knocking me down. That's, that's, that's Jesus, what, that's thank what you we do. very much, Gareth Main. That's what that we was do. released by Race Tapes Records. Um, Persona's name of the album, Dreamer's Wake, is the name of that track. Yeah, it's wonderful. I don't think we actually played that in the first place either. We didn't, we didn't play that uh, on the podcast this Nothing year. Nothing from that album? or I don't think so. Oh, well, there you go. don't think we did. Because that wasn't one of the singles, uh, but I just ended up being the track I used to play on Resonance. Yeah, or maybe I've done a year and have just forgotten everything that you've, you've played. Completely acceptable. Um, I'm going to pick it up a bit. So 
definitely a highlight of our year as was when we put out our 200th episode it wasn't a special episode apart from the number it was just a normal brilliant independent music podcast if i do say so myself um there was some amazing tracks on that show uh, but this one was it the milish one that we did for 200 right no oh, really? no 200 we had our own uh milish was 197 i'm gonna guess Something like that is around that time, um, but the, oh, this um, this uh, two hundred did also yield a record that is no doubt in my favourites, but certainly probably certainly probably my uh, favourite discovery of the year it was a producer, a Chilean producer called Tomaso Queta. He releases a, he released a brilliant record on Infinite Machine, which is a Mexican label. Uh, the album was called Duenos de Nada, and this track is the whole album is great but this is the one we played on the podcast and it is the standout brilliant track of the record it's called la sustancia de la materia
so dark, intense, just brilliant. Just a, a really great thing to listen to, I believe. <laughs> a great thing to listen to. Oh, Sounded yeah. like a gut puncher. Oh, gut puncher. That's, uh, that's more uh, flamboyant than I would have said. But Thomas Uqueta, uh, La Sustencia de la Materia is the name of the track. It's uh, from the album Duenos de Nada, released on Infinite Machine out of Mexico. And yeah, this... I think if there was one track that sort of highlighted the sort of thing that we put on, I think a Chilean techno from a Mexican label is sort of a good is a good summary. Keeping it global. That's it. I want to play you the wonderful first single from the first album of London duo Sea Lion Woman. Um, the album's called Siren. The track's called Remain. I think we played both of the singles on the podcast before. Possibly. So. Been getting been getting lots of plug-in from this part. They've had a great year, been around for ages, but um, this was their first release. They're going to be touring in 2019, and generally very happy for them. Here is the
Remain there by Sea Lion Woman, which we previously played in episode number 201. It's released on Antigen Records. The album is called Siren. And yeah, uh, for full disclosure, the singer from that band is my partner. Um, but I think that they're just a really wonderful and unusual band. I just don't think of too many more bands who are making the sort of sounds that they are. I think it rivals the uh, Gene Gray and Quell Chris record for best cover of the year, artwork. Cover. Oh, it is absolutely beautiful artwork. But for completely different reasons. Yeah, she has no similarities whatsoever. <laughs> it is a, it is a, it's a woodcut print from uh, artist Gertrude Hermes from, I think it's the 1930s, uh, called, um, oh, it's called the Something Pike. It's about a, a large fish devouring love. Yeah, that's uh, definitely their thing. Cause they did have that show a few years ago, didn't they? That that piece uh, that was about a Selkie, the uh, uh, mythical sort of... Mer- is Selkie sort of a mermaid-type um, creature that fishermen go and like take her skin or something it is a it is a mythical sea lion woman okay gotcha so they obviously love their uh their <laughs> their seaside the, the, motifs <laughs> yeah Some, something along those lines yeah, next record is uh is a woodland and tree related apparently okay so they're keeping it natural um but yeah i was just trying to think about other as well as sort of butchering that other covers that i've really liked this year Oh, was, that one of Jaboya that I see in front yeah, of you. That Brilliant. Was, that was the one I was thinking of. Episode 206, we used it with the egg in the hand. Actually, coincidentally, the podcast that we played, that Echo Baz, uh, Tuli Banyo track on as well. And, you know, got loads of great stuff on that one as well. I need to go back and think about favourite album artworks of this year. I'm really not sure. Okay, we'll give it a go. And so and another album, actually, with excellent artwork is the album A, or A, or it's going to be pronounced some way, by Heckler. Uh, she is a uh, singer based in Brighton, I believe, now, uh, but uh, Icelandic, uh, from Iceland. Uh, she had a, the album was fantastic, released on Phantom Limb earlier in the year. This track's called Muddle.
Just such a beautiful record. On part two, we talked about ethereal music and how much great ethereal music there was. And, you know, I would put that in the same bracket as the other tracks that we played. Dark, gothy, Icelandic goodness. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, but Heckler... Delicious. Delicious. Oh, that <laughs> makes me shiver. Does it? Did, did your skin just crawl a little bit? I really should have stroked your arm when I said it. Uh, but no, Heckler, uh, the track Muddle is taken from the album A. Uh, that's out on Phantom Limb. And yeah, really, Phantom Limb, another record label that's had a really good year. What was what was the record? I'm going to put you on the spot now. What was the record they released with the uh, woman in the cap? New Optimism. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Uh, that Miho, was... Miho Hitori. Yes. Uh, that Miho was... Hitori's New Optimism. Yes. Another... She played in London last week, but it was like on a Monday, and I just had five million shows in a row. Yeah. And apparently she was excellent. Yeah, and that album, great. You know, Phantom Lim have done a lot of good stuff this year. Looking forward to see what they've got cooking up for next year. A band who's had an incredible year, and is our second play for Rocket Recordings on this podcast, which is not something I do lightly, and... Third, if you're listening to the would have rather split them up one at a time. But it is one of my uh, good friends and favourite bands and one of the most popular Baba Yaga's bands. In fact, just today, we sold out their biggest ever headline show at Scala, which fits 800 people, which is pretty damn crazy. It's Pigs, 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 Pigs. For the album King King of Cowards, this is Shockmaster.
There it is. Shockmaster by Pigs, 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 Pigs. An extremely unlikely breakout commercial success. What the fuck do I know? When you when I listen to the album, I think, oh, that's great. But like, no one's ever going to like that. And then they end up, you know, selling out their entire UK tour. And uh, being on the playlist of one of the UK's biggest radio stations. The A-list, nonetheless. Exactly. So forcing them to... Did they get on the Radio 1 sort of C-list at some point? No, I don't think so. They didn't creep onto No, that. maybe got some spot plays on the, the rock show or something like that, but nothing nothing on the playlist. Yeah, fantastic Not band. Not that I know of, anyway. A fantastic band. And when we sort of were writing in the quietest about our sort of top 10 tracks, uh, realised that we played them on the podcast for the first time way back on like podcast 70 or something crazy. So we were trailblazing as we tend to do. A long while back. Yeah, exactly. So, well, given we're, what, 211 now, that's a fair few years ago now. But we, you know, that is, this is coming up to the last track that we'll play on an original podcast in 2018. And so... Hopefully, you know, whether you are brand new to the podcast or whether you've been here for the whole year or before, hopefully you've enjoyed uh, what you've heard and you've discovered some new favourite music and you've discovered some music you never want to listen to again at the same time. If you value what we do, you know, or, you know, just want to get involved, want extra shows, just want to hear whatever we write about on our Patreon, you can support us, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. If you go to the website, the click donate you can go through you can help support us through that uh, if you don't want to give us money and or can't give us money and want to support us you can sh- please share us tell, tell your friends uh, steal their phones and subscribe them like co- i do co- covertly that's how i that's how i get new listeners you know so you know like us on facebook all these things write a review wherever you get your podcasts all these things really 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 help get us to new listeners and you know i've got loads of graphs showing like our growth of listeners and it's all because of word of mouth and you guys being amazing so thank you so much yeah thank you very very much to each and everyone who's uh, tuned into the podcast and supported us this year what are you going to close us with Gus? so i'm going to close us with uh, some sort of heavy techno <laughs> marie davidson work it again yeah i could do uh, so I'm going to close us off with a record from Chinabot, a a record label that has every single release they've put out this year has been absolutely fantastic. And I'm surprised there's only one that's appeared in these first three parts of the podcast. And, oh, I should actually mention that if you do support us on Patreon, you will get part four. Patrons are the only people that are going to hear that, which will be four, uh, ten more amazing tracks. But... For this one, uh, Pissy Katun is the uh, uh, Pissy Takun is the name of the artist. He is a Thai producer. He released this record. It was sort of a concept album that was inspired by his the death of his father. It included a lot of recordings of hospital machinery. Uh, it was also tracking his dad's heart rate. You, you played this on our Milioish special. I did when we recorded I, live. I remember. I remember while you were talking about it, looking out across the sunny hills and people's interested faces. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not going to play the same track as I played uh, then. I played the opening track back then. But, you know, the BPM is dictated by his dad's heart rate and loads of interesting things in there and it is just a wonderful record it's called so sleep it's by pissy takun and this is so sleep three thanks for listening we'll be back next year